Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantabulous episode of the Money Badgers Associates. I am your host tonight, Paul Woodward. We have a 66% crew tonight. We were actually going to do a monthly voting meeting, uh, but alas, two, uh, two of our Badgers are down with the sickness tonight suddenly. So we're going to do things a little bit different. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I definitely you know made the disturbed reference. Um, but what we're going to do tonight is we've got, you know, the four of us, we're going to kind of talk through the picks that we've made over the, you know, the, the weird last couple of months that we've had with uh, getting the show rolling over the summer. Um, turns out we actually have eight picks somehow myself, Vic, and I believe myself, Vic and Jeremy presented twice in that time frame. Um, I think just to keep content rolling. Uh, so we've got, we've actually got eight picks to kind of go through. So with that, let's uh, do an introduction to the crew tonight, starting with Mr. Jeremy. How are you doing this evening? Hi, Paul. It's great to be here. It is an evening and I am pumped for our quasi vote. And I wanted to say, I think we were going to do a summer spectacular that, that if I recall correctly, that kind of never fully happened. So we rolled it into season two. That's my guess. That that sounds about right. We we had grandiose plans, but then we're also like, man, it's nice outside. Who wants to be in front of a podcast mic all the time? So, and speaking of in front of a podcast mic, I see Sean Massey, who's very comfortable in front of a camera. <laughs> hey, Paul, how's it going? <laughs> you know, do, doing okay, doing okay, just being a sleepy old man. You know, we are actually recording. This is an evening. Uh, we've been doing Sunday mornings, but the last Sunday morning I had to cancel. Uh, that was on me because uh, the night before I was at a friend's house outside for many, many hours here in Wisconsin in late October. And wouldn't you know it, I had a horrible sore throat, which doesn't lend itself to the podcasting. So now we're on a Monday night. Uh, the uh, Chiefs and the Gigantes are playing. And yeah, we've got four of the best tonight. So thank you, Sean, for being here. And last but certainly not least, we have Bob. Hey, Paul. It is it is great to be here on uh, Mumbai, India's number one Wisconsin-based investing podcast. <laughs> you know, I was actually trying to trying to look that up. We might be India in general's number one Wisconsin-based podcast. Um, <laughs> nice. But, yeah. The, uh, for those, the, the little inside humor there, our podcast host shows us some uh, um, geographic locations when it comes to our uh, content and we are huge I should say huge like a large portion of our listens come from India so hence the joke oh I'm not joking <laughs> it's very <laughs> this is serious business this is this is the real deal <laughs> I would love to find like a way we can find stats and see if that's accurate or you, you know, know see, what I- see where we rank what I would love if we somehow go to India someday and there's like <laughs> t-shirts with us. Like we're actually a really huge hit there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it'd be great. Are you more a Sean or more a Bob? <laughs> it's like a Bollywood film, like with people pretending to be us. Yeah. That would I've make my w- lifetime. That would- I've, always, I've always wanted to be bigger than the Beatles. <laughs> Well, we're, we're well on our way. So, <laughs> okay. So with our, you know, our whole show being mixed up tonight, you know, instead of just, you know, all of us debating stocks and voting, we are, again, we're going to talk about them a little bit, but I do want to open up the floor to a little bit of uh, news of the week this week. Cause anybody got some topics that, uh, that have caught their mind. I know we had a lengthy discussion pre-call about the Dell VMware split and the, um, and the, uh, the special dividend that was released. So that was kind of a nice thing. Um, Unfortunately, I, I am not a holder of VMware stock, so I missed out on that. But uh, what else do we have in the world? I'm not overly learned on this. However, uh, I, I did hear just about 20 minutes ago that AMC spiked up again its best day since August. Uh, they are now north of 200 bucks a share. So it should be interesting to start watching the uh, the bank stocks again. Um. AMC, the movie theater? I, I I believe so, yeah. I'm looking at AMC Entertainment Holdings, and it's trading at $37. Wait a minute. Am I completely... Could that be a few sir, months old? Sir, what information are you bringing us? Strike the record. Um... <laughs> record scratch. But you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> I guess I could have looked that up before the call when you were telling me about that. Um, let's see. Let's go to biggest movers of the day. 
Tesla is up a hundred bucks. That's over twelve hundred dollars a share. Uh, Are you Franklin serious? Resources, yeah, that one just keeps skyrocketing. Wow! Um, Last I heard, it hit over a thousand. Yeah, it's up another ninety-four dollars today, eight point five percent. Ford has been on a tear in the last uh, five days. They are bringing back their dividend. Um, it looks like a two percent dividend yield, according to CNBC. Um, that one's been doing all right lately. That uh, I, I held it for a little while, made a few bucks, wanted to move my money elsewhere. Um, but yeah, so it was at eleven for a long time. Then it kind of, then it went up to around fifteen, and I sold there, and now it's at back at seventeen. Uh, yeah, no, I mean Ford's doing pretty good. We've got let's see, there was something. This is what I get for not taking notes beforehand. Um, what did I want to talk about? There was a point. Um, well, I'll just glance at some headlines. We've got uh, an Amazon-backed EV startup um, that's about to go public. That's one that I'm probably going to look into a little bit more, mm. uh, just to see. You know, I've got you know I've got my my EV of preference, but you know it never hurts to diversify and look at other 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 electric vehicles. That actually helps. Uh, one of the stocks that we are going to review a little bit later, quite a bit, um, around lithium mining. So that's great to see. Um, let's see. Oh, and off topic. And actually, I've not told anybody this. I'm I'm not going to say who, and like it's probably a long shot, but I'm working on a minor celebrity or a celebrity, um, depending on what circles you run in, to kind of come in and talk about some investing, some crypto, and some NFTs. I've got nothing set in stone yet. Again, this is a Hail Mary, but we might have a guest finally, and it might be, you know, somebody of, of notes. Um, so I'll see if I can deliver on that. I'll throw that out in the ether to, you know, see if that helps me at all with this, with this quest. Um, but that, that I think would be really cool. It'd be a fun person to talk to. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm working at it. We'll see if it works out. Um, but if they want to get paid, I'm sorry, we're not going to do it. <laughs> but if we can get them on, like, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, no, and yeah, in the world of, you know, crypto and everything, uh, let's see. I know that, uh, let's go to Coinbase here real quick. So I, haven't, I haven't been too busy. I haven't actually looked at my crypto all day like I usually do. Let's go to our so prices. I'm not going to badger you and play 20 questions. Yes. Um, but is this person like a personal friend of yours or is it like, no, no, no. This is like a real, like a real person, like a, a blue check on Twitter. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Again, Hillary play, but I think, you know, we might, what, I'm hoping we can snag him. Um, might be, you know, their, their background is perfect for what, you know, what we're doing here. So again, Throwing it out in the ether, hoping that, you know, by, by doing that and by looking at it and, you know, we'll see. We'll get lucky. Yeah. Okay, never, never right. hurts to try. So, and on that, though, uh, cryptos, 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 cryptos. I, <laughs> I, I do want to propose, we'll, we'll discuss it off air. We add a segment every, every show called Crypto Corner. Uh, we can argue over who gets to talk about that. But in this week's uh, Crypto Corner, let's take a look. Shiba Inu has been... The rock star in the last two three weeks, I happened upon it, or I happened to. Actually, it's been longer than that. Uh, it's over a month now, um, but I happened to buy some just because I've actually got a Shiba Inu behind me, uh, who's laying on the ground, not even caring that we're talking about her on the podcast. But I was like, ah, oh, that's a fun little thing, and I can buy a metric ton for like four dollars. So I loaded up on, you know, not a ton, but I, I picked up some Shiba and that one's been through the roof lately. In the last month, it is up 800%. Um, and all wow. of a sudden that, that became like the darling online for a little while there. And it was, I think it was biggest, it was rallying hard until somebody asked Musk if he owned any. And he said no on Twitter and it dropped hard. <laughs> yeah. it, it hit its high and then Musk said he doesn't have any. And then Phew. he's but, still the crypto king. But for sure. But that being said, it's still um, up several hundred percent from a year ago today. Hey, could we go back to GameStop? Oh, okay. It was GameStop, not AMC. Dumb me. GameStop's over 200. Oh, not oh, AMC. Okay. Gotcha, my gotcha. bad. My bad. My bad. So they were okay. up 9% today, 16.5 bucks a share. Okay. Was there any actual news behind it, or is this just the internet kids going, going ham? 
Um, I do not know, and clearly I am not the bringer of good information today, so <laughs> I don't want to just spew and make stuff up. Hey, I can attest that their website still sucks. Because so, <laughs> I was just there the other day looking at the looking into maybe getting some uh, pro controllers, and uh, it's brutal. It's like five dollars off if it, if they're used, and uh, that's you know that's not that good of a deal. Well, no. that, that's not that's not just not their website, right? That's their business model. Yeah, yeah I suppose we'll, we'll give you six dollars for your PS seventeen, well, and then they'll okay, sell fine. it for like retail. I'd yeah. give the UI a, a like a five point one out of ten. <laughs> I did go um, last time I bought a game. It was actually kind of, it worked out because I was like, oh, let's see if GameStop has it. It'll, you know, help the cause, help the rally. Because, you know, my one purchase of a video game is really going to, like, help that <laughs> bottom line. But I, I went there and I was able to pick up the uh, the Mario Golf or whatever it was called. Um, but it actually, like, all the targets around me didn't have it. I'm like, well, this is a uh, gizmet, I guess. We're going to go to GameStop. <laughs> and did they have it? They had it. They had it. Oh, well, there you and it go. Was, you know, same price as I would have paid at Target. So it's not like. Where, where, did all the uh, like salespeople jump up and they're like a customer? No, actually, <laughs> there, was, there was like two other people in there. I was oh, I was wow. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like every time I go to the GameStop over here, like it's on. I'm the only customer in the store. So. So am I the weirdo? Am I the only one who thinks GameStop is like old news. Like I haven't been to a GameStop literally since the nineties. Yeah. Didn't they short it because they thought it was about to die forever? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it was is a lot of the big, you know, speculative investors were shorting it because it was just a dying store, a dying industry even. And the internet uh, nerds, sleuths, investors, whatever caught wind of that. And they're like, we're going to make these billionaires pay. And drove up the price, bunch of you know, bunch of, bunch of purchases, bunch of options, etc. And yeah, like that's that's the only reason it's like a thing. Frankly, like if without that, the stock would probably be like what a dollar, yeah, or or completely gone well, already. Let's see, what was it trading at a year ago? Eleven, uh, ten forty. I think I just saw on a fifty-two week chart. Yeah, ten dollars and forty cents. Ten seventy-five when I dangle the, uh, and that's it's it's been between fifteen and like five dollars for like five years until it hit that peak back in january but you know here's the thing right and their stock doing this good doesn't really speak to the health of the business overall and no, God, no. The, you know the, the the challenge i think that any company like gamestop has is that they don't have their iso speed set correctly on their cameras um but uh the the real challenge that they have is right. It, it's really hard to justify going into a GameStop, right? Right. E- even no matter what it is, right? Like whether it's buying a, a new console or, or buying a game or even, you know, even buying used, right. They're not necessarily the best choice to go or best place to go. And right. I walk into a GameStop, right. It's, like three walls of, of video games. It's only the most recent stuff. It's their used stuff is significantly overpriced mm-hmm. compared to what a, a new copy of the game is. And the rest of it's like Funko pops and, you know, <laughs> um, you know, well, and, and look at the barrier of entry to, to GameStop for somebody like me who hasn't, used GameStop in in 20 years, right? Even if I wanted to buy a used game online from their website, Mm -hmm. there's such a huge barrier versus me who already has an Amazon account buying that same used game on Amazon. It's a single click on Amazon, probably even cheaper. Um, Like what's my motivation to go to GameStop, set up an account and pay the same or more for the same game? Yeah. And, and you know what I found actually, it's weird because I've in, 2021 has been a year of me buying a ton of you. Well, a ton of a specific brand of used video games. Sega um, Genesis. Square, no. <laughs> Square Enix or whatever. Pokemon. Oh, okay. You said that so, like there's shame, Sean. What's wrong? You're fine. Yeah. You're amongst nerds. <laughs> so, well, so and what I found is to catch like, them all before. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, catch him off, Beaver. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, this is a know, this is a family friendly show. Yes, yeah, you've been a dirty so, little Beaver all all episode. Badger, <laughs> badger. What, what yeah, I sorry. what I found is right. Like I I ordered a couple of used games from GameStop. It wasn't what they said uh, said on the tin, right? They're like, oh, it's it's you know this this used game. One copy turned out to be a uh, a foreign language copy, hmm. and another copy was actually a a counterfeit copy. And oh, yes, wow. counterfeit counterfeit video games do exist. Um, how, how did you know it was counterfeit? Uh, on the back where the Nintendo logo is, it had the wrong font. Wow! Oh, so you like studied it with a microscope? <laughs> Not really, right? No, it was like um, Pawn Stars in the Sean Massey house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but 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 that's the thing, right? Like I could go down the street and there's an actual legit used video game store where people who actually know the stuff can look at it and like, oh yeah, this is this is fake, this is real. They they know the condition. They have the entire store is just video right. game stuff, used consoles, you used games, you know. Some of the stuff may not be in the best condition, but they're upfront about it. So let right? me ask I, you a question. When when you discovered that you got a foreign language game and a counterfeit game, how did I'm assuming you contacted GameStop? No, I just oh, said whatever. Didn't. I'm okay. not, I'm not even going to bother with it. Like whatever, right? It, Question: um, Did the did the counterfeit game work all the yes. same? Okay, for the most part, yes. So they just press their own disc and print out their own <laughs> label. Um. Well, for for like Nintendo DS and 3DS games, they have a uh, they have these hacked cartridges that they can load the uh, they they can download the game off of uh, a ROM site and they can load it onto that and it'll boot up and run. It doesn't always like it, there's a point you get to the game. Like I didn't get that far in the game, but it for the parts I played, it worked fine. But the point is, if I ever tried to resell it, I wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. No, so absolutely. I just for for that one I just cut my losses and went yeah whatever. So you're not going to um, try and take it back to GameStop and sell it to them? I <laughs> might one of these days. <laughs> but but the the point I was trying to get to right is like <laughs> they're 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 a a large national corporation in a dying retail market right like mm-hmm. yeah to to your point Rob right you could go on Amazon or or Best Buy or or someplace you have an account. And and buy a new copy of that game for the same price or potentially cheaper, and get it faster, right? Than than you could at GameStop, right? Like, so even though their stock is really high right now, and and this is the internet nerds sticking it to to billionaires and, and hedge funds, um, Right. It it says nothing to the underlying health of the business. Well, and 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 absolutely correct. And and the 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 overall looming balloon payment for GameStop is the fact that maybe one or two more console generations will have hard disks. After mm-hmm. that, everything will be digital distribution. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's I think it's our it's already going that way. Oh yeah, 100%. Right. The, you look at like um I only I live in the Nintendo ecosystem, right? Like Nintendo has had online stores for a while now, right? They had it with the Wii, they had it with with uh, the 3DS, and now like it's almost easier to buy a a Switch game through through their online console. Where where it's not quite up up to snuff yet is the whole you know multi console experience and and family experience i think all the video game companies have a thing thing or two to learn from apple uh, on how it works in a in a like a a family environment once they get that nailed down there's no need to have have uh, physical cartridges yeah absolutely and you know i i would i would only counter to say because i the Nintendo ecosystem as well for my consoles and the nice thing about like the Switch for instance you can buy it online save it to a um uh flash card uh mm-hmm. and and transfer it from console to console um 
Yeah. So it's it is doable, but I hear you. It's yeah. not it's not quite there. Yeah. So and like I I have two switches, right? There's I have my switch light that I travel with, and then there's one that sits in my living room that my kids play on. You get Nintendo accounts for everybody on it. And you could link it up and they've got good parental controls and stuff where just where everything falls over is if I buy a game, it's tied to whatever I set as my primary. Right. And, you know, the primary can play it all the time. It doesn't have to be online. Any other console in the family has to be online and it's only for the person who purchased it. So you get into these situations where like, everybody in the family has a switch or you have like one main one that everybody plays on and a couple that, that are used for like travel and stuff. And you start running into these situations where you're, you're still buying multiple copies of the game and you don't have a way to really to effectively share it in a, in a family manner. And and I think once Nintendo and Sony and, and Microsoft figure that out and have a way to, to sell it, for families where you can have multiple people playing it on multiple consoles at the same time, it, it may be a little bit more expensive, but not necessarily the cost of buying it, you know, two or three mm-hmm. times, right? Once they figure that out. Yeah. There's, there's not going to be a need for cartridges and I, that day yeah. is coming, right? Cause Apple's already figured that out. On, Oculus does it. Yeah. With, um, yep. So it, it, you're, you're right. It's definitely coming. And I, I think we should probably move on from video games, but last thing <laughs> I would add to that is I would honestly, I know it's kind of the, the, the stepchild of video games, but Google is, I think where the industry is going for sure. All right. Shall, shall we move right along? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you guys are getting spirited, so I was gonna just gonna sit back and let you all go. <laughs> so, all right. Well, oh, Sean's video just disappeared. Let's hope he's still there. Um, which actually, all right. So, like I said at the top of the show, we've got eight companies. We're gonna kind of just rehash what we were talking about. Uh, some of these are a little bit older in our picks. Uh, so let's see what I can remember about them. So the first one up from a couple months back uh, during our summertime uh, extravaganza was the Duckhorn Portfolio, uh, ticker symbol NAPA. Jeremy, I saw you yawn, and that was going to make me yawn. <laughs> did I, did I right. pass it on? You did. You passed it on to me. All right. So Duckhorn Portfolio, this is a company that I picked because A, um, it, was an I- it was a pretty recent IPO. B, I drank the hell out of their wine. Um, they've got a pretty robust portfolio of higher end wines. They're in deep with the, uh, with the, uh, my gosh, hotel and hospitality industries. Um, so they were, they were again, just IPO'd. And when I, cause I, I jumped on it. And then when I, when we are looking at it, my thought process is there's a lot of growth potential here. It, uh, opened at, I want to say 16 or 17. It's currently trading around. Uh, 191970 uh, peaked at like 22. Uh, looks like it's it, it floats between that 19 and that $22 range so far. I think as the country goes back to traveling more and attending events and going on, you know, hotels and flights and everything else, that we're going to see more and more sales of Duckhorn. They've got um, 22 distinct estate vineyards. Um, and their main brands are Duckhorn obvi- and Duckhorn, obviously. Duckhorn Decoy, Costa Brown, GoldenEye, Paradox, Calera, Migration, Canvas Back, and Greenwing. Oh, and Postmark. And they also released a um, Decoy Seltzer this year. That's a uh, pretty tasty. It's not all super sugar watery. Uh, so they've they they've got great wines. They've got good uh, seltzers out there. I think that could be a long term growth play. No dividend, obviously. Um, but again. For the future, that's one that we should totally consider. Um, yes, yeah, so you think the um, hospitality, the bars and restaurants and stuff and caterers are going to pull them along for the ride as it's, they it's uh, not, come back online? With them, it's not so much the bars and caterers, per se, as the large hotel chains. Hotel chains? Like, uh, sure. like, like a, your Hilton, Hilton or your uh, Yeah, Fairfield. or um, like large entertainment destinations. Like, so... They they've got deep partnerships with uh, with those kind of uh, environments. Baseball fields. 
uh, maybe not baseball fields. Conference more, centers. More like <laughs> the happiest place on earth and similar. So, uh, do you know, yeah, so Paul? The D word. The D word. Did, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> do they do a direct to consumer? Do they have any direct to consumer arm like uh, nakedwines.com sort of thing where you join a club and they deliver 12 bottles to a month? Something like that? Um, you can purchase off their website. You can buy at, um, you know, liquor stores. Um, what do you call it? Like Total Wine, et cetera. Okay. Yeah, like I literally just opened up their website and I can, you know, order whatever I want. That, that's cool. obviously in stock. So, yeah, they they, they have that. Um, they have the the standard distribution and then obviously the big partnerships. And that's where I see the big growth uh, mm-hmm. is going to be in those big partnerships. I dig it. Very interesting. So next up was uh, Bob's pick. Wow, I forgot I picked this one. <laughs> it, it, it has been a really long time. It has. Yeah. Like um, Sean actually like had his audio off. He's like, it's been so long since we've done this podcast. <laughs> it's like, well, it's been so long since you've been on the podcast. But yes, you're right. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, so I, I originally picked GM because when – really have to think the the why behind this pick um they were a little lower compared to where they are now do you recall uh, paul when that was that i suggested this pick um this was june 22nd and okay. i remember your reasoning is yes. they've got the the ev vehicles in china yes so that was the major push behind it i thought hmm um, they've got this EV that I believe don't quite quote me on these numbers, but they're pretty close that they own 55% or 51% of a partnership, um, in China that sells EVs, electric vehicles. They are outselling the net, which is Tesla at a margin of five to one. So they are China's, if not maybe the world's, but let's just say China's number one EV seller. The caveat being, which I did find out since then, their margin is razor, razor thin on these. They make like, like something like 50 bucks or something per vehicle sold. <laughs> it is at the end. That's not a stretch. It's really, really low. Yeah. So that's something to be aware of. But um, I believe since I did recommend them, looks like they're so. So I've got I've got the chart up hovering over June 22nd. And okay. market close that day was sixty dollars and twelve cents. Okay, it's it's dropped to forty eight dollars at the low, or yeah, forty eight dollars was the low uh, that since then, and that was last month, and it's been back up to the mid fifties. Uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place. Um, not not terribly far off from you know where it, where where it was at, but still down a little. Nothing that you know I, I think any of us would be concerned about with the you know with our strategy on long term holds. Yeah, and I would say this was more of a, hey, this could be something huge with this EV play in China. Um, so I don't know if I'm if I'm all in at this point on on GM. Um, I know this isn't our voting round quite yet, but um, I know it was one of my picks. But I don't know if I'm fully endorsing GM as a pick as much as, you know, just presenting a possibility of an old blue chip contender coming back with, with a new business model. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like to, you know, repeat from the top of the show, we're, we're actually, we're going to let the, uh, the MIA Badgers uh, listen to our discussion. And then in our Slack channel, we're going to, we'll, we'll do a vote on what we're going to pick uh, for this month's purchases, but then we'll, we'll let everybody know uh, next episode, what we ended up picking. Um, so, but yeah, and that's the other thing is with us kind of dragging this, this one out, um, things change and, you know, we got a little bit of time to see like things come up. Not that, you know, again, when we, we've done our due diligence, we've done our research, we're okay with the way stocks perform or, you know, whatever, like if that's one we like, like it's going to go up and down. That's the nature of it. So, but yeah, we get, we get a little bit more, uh, a little bit more time to process that information. So, so the next one up. Oh, sorry, me. Um, this was actually Vic's pick, uh, but also I doubled back on it when we started up. I believe we started, I brought it back up again in the early season two and one of the first two episodes as well, Lithium America's Corp. Um, so when he presented this, it was back 
it was trading at fourteen dollars on J- July thirteenth. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Yeah, he made a valid case for the need for lithium is going to you know continue to grow. You know, over the years, as more and more EV, you know, electric vehicles come up, as more and more, you know, cell phones, laptops, uh, power drills, all these things that need batteries. Um, and this was a touch of a speculative play because they were kind of waiting out some. I don't remember the exact details off the top of my head, but it was going to be they have they have two big mines and one project. They were kind of waiting to see what what was going to happen with that. And I believe that was the the Nevada project. Since then, um. It's it's now trading at twenty nine dollars. We are at just shy of the fifty two week high, and they've gotten their ratings have been flipped up to buy by a, a few different few different um, analysts out there. Lithium Americas, let's bring this up. That was very shrewd of Vic to uh, to to pick this one out. Yeah, yeah, I saw and the actually writing look, on the wall. Yeah, for sure. And like looking at. So their net income was actually negative nineteen million dollars was released in June, and it's, yeah, so it's been on the steady downtrend. But their cash in hand is up nine hundred percent. I'm I'm looking at their numbers right now, and I I agree with that statement, Jeremy. That I mean, this is another one of those kind of like where my head was at with G, with GM, where this is kind of another, hey, they don't look great in the now, but potentially um, in the future they are going to flip their numbers around and clearly the street thinks that's going to happen because if you look at just their charts um just their numbers they're not making money they're losing money every single day that they are operating but the street's giving them some leeway on that and saying hey you know future demand is going to set you up for for some pretty good growth here so i like this pick yeah and i actually liked it when vic brought it up to us that I got in at that fourteen dollars a share, so I'm quite happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm I I owe him like a, a dinner. <laughs> nice, yeah. That's been a that's been a good one to me. So moving on, this was also actually wait, Jeremy. This was Jeremy's pick. Yeah, this, yeah. And this I, is I the uh, Dollar General Corporation. Yeah, it um it actually uh it was uh cogent to my actual life. They uh they almost built one in uh, Caledonia. I the, believe uh, that still got the green light. I thought it got. I thought the everybody get, was yelling at the meeting. That's the news article I read yesterday. Yeah, people said. yell. The government does what it wants. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. It, it still was being approved, I believe, even though literally everybody who lives within like a five mile radius was saying no. Well, Why, they're still on their screaming expansion jag, and <laughs> it's it's uh, filling in a niche 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 niche. I'm not sure you say niche. If you want to be uh, fancy about it, yeah, you say a say a niche. If you want to be American, you say niche. <laughs> it's a filling our niche. niche. <laughs> yep, filling a niche, a nuclear niche. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's actually no, it's a it's it's a really uh, good product, and they've they've got the formula and they're churning them out. We're in a massive growth phase. Um, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to hitch our wagon to it because I don't, I don't foresee your simple everyday consumable, not being, um, something that people go to physical locations for, for a long time. I think especially in the places they focus on, which are uh, poor and rural or both, um, plural. Yeah. Or boats <laughs> or boats. You're going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of activity here where uh, since the Dollar General's already there and they're building another one, uh, people are going to get used to it. And like they've got their their chains set up. I, I guess I, I haven't read about it lately, but when I was doing the research, they were faring better than your average, uh, you know, Walgreens for keeping this, this, the mm-hmm. shelves stocked because they, they uh, kind of monopolize it all the way from uh, – you know, their Chinese factories all the way up to, uh, you know, the store shelf. Vertical integration. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Let's, let's see overall the stock. You want to know what's funny is when you originally presented this on July 13th to the group, it was trading at 220.02. Oh, wow. And today's price was 220.47. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's gone up and down since then, but yeah. it's just kind of funny that it lined up like that. Uh, one year, the stock is up uh, 5% overall. Six months, it's up 1.8%. Five years. Beautiful P over E. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, that, that that's one that I think we all kind of really liked when you brought it up. Um, we were definitely intrigued. Um, it, it's a it's a smart play for sure. We're we're Very getting a lot. Smart play. We're getting a lot better at this to the point that like one of us doesn't bring a bust off, and we can immediately write it off. Now we've got to joust. Like we really <laughs> got to make some. some yeah, decisions. and you know that one though that Rob did that would have like if Texas hadn't frozen over, it, his pick would have been sensible. Yeah, that one time. Yeah, for sure. And actually, because Texas did freeze over, I bought it at a twenty five percent discount. Heck yeah! Uh, has it has it improved? Yeah, let me. Uh, this makes for great radio. Talk amongst yourselves so, while I log into my brokerage. <laughs> what I like about Dollar General is mm-hmm. two things. Uh, that that's basically a, a stock that's recession proof, right? Because if the economy tanks, everybody's going to go to the Dollar General and get off-brand things and things at a discount. Um, and you know, talking about Jeremy, what you said, you don't see people going online for consumer staples. Well, even if they do, General Dollar can very easily adapt to that and you start focusing on buy online, pick up at the store. And I see that really being a huge advantage to somebody like Dollar General versus Amazon, where Amazon doesn't have small distribution points in all these rural communities dollar general does so even if you prefer going online and you're fine with jumping in your car and driving 10 minutes and picking it up um you can accomplish that at the dg yeah maybe they'll um get delivery guys yeah or or that too yeah or a grub hub for uh for your general sundries yeah general deliveries all right so let's see back we we looked at this is a tangent um, yeah. It is a tangent. Sorry. Yeah, this, it's okay. This, I like it. So yeah, Vistra Corp uh, does power in the Texas area, and we presented it. Uh, let's see. On February twenty third, Rob brought it up. It was trading at twenty three dollars, um, dividend yield of two something percent. Um, the, I, I don't remember all the reasoning behind it at the time, but. Let's see. That was why did I minimize all the windows ball? That was a terrible idea. <laughs> um, February twenty third, trading at twenty three dollars. L- literally three days later, it was down to seventeen. Bottomed at uh, sixteen because of that big Texas freeze and everything. Since then, it's back up to twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean they're they've they've continued to pay a dividend. It's had a three percent dividend yield, um, fifteen cents a share. But yeah, I mean that that's one that yeah timing was poor, so we didn't buy it for the portfolio. But it's one that I, I, I honestly, guys, I buy a lot of what we present because yeah, know, it's that's awesome. Um, but th- yeah, like we that's, were... that's that's oh, definitely some of the. Um, no, I was just gonna say that's definitely like some of these. Like yeah, they, the price might drop kind of hard, but it's gonna come back. Like we're doing we're doing all yeah. right for ourselves over here. We we definitely are, and I think where we where our heads were at with that, and we were a little immature on this is concerned about looming lawsuits as a possibility um which you have to just realize that's that happens with the ebb and flow of of business so um instead of being fearful uh, take advantage yeah and like that's kind of what i did like it worked out like with the way we purchase as an organization once a month ish (laughs) um you know we we can say okay let's let's put that one into next month's coffer and see what happens with earnings or whatever uh but yeah once it dropped i'm like i am going to buy it's gonna come back it's gonna do well like so yeah like it's it worked out well on that end it's but yeah with the way we operate we can kick it we can kick the can down the road to another month and that's actually perfect segue for our next uh pick from the last several months this was one from mr robs uh it's coca-cola it was presented in the past and <laughs> i remember when he presented it on the episode he was just like yeah no i'm gonna rehash this one uh i mean it's coke you know it's sugar water as you guys call it but it's delicious it's yeah. everywhere it's a monster it pays a dividend you know warren buffett loves it um i i i've picked up some as well again that's just one that you put in your your portfolio and you sit on and just collect the dividends uh that's just always going to be a solid pick that's what we are also liking is we are finally starting to get away from uh, technology. We're not always picking tech stocks. We're not always picking, you know, like the cool, fancy things that we all work with or want to work with, et cetera. So again, stuff that people need, 
I shouldn't say need, you don't need Coca-Cola, but stuff that people purchase often, it's deeply entrenched in, in fast food. It's deeply entrenched in stadiums. It's out there. It's everywhere. Um, so that's just always going to be a solid pick. Uh, currently trading at 56.17. And let's see when Rob's presented it. What was it at? Did I not take that screenshot? I did not take that screenshot, but that was on July 27th. He presented it. So, all right. Next on our list, this was a Vic pick as well. Vic and pick. Vic pick. <laughs> do, 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 do. We need like a guitar riff for Vic's yeah, picks. <laughs> Simply because we'll, we'll talk to our boy, uh, our boy Hook in the uh, in the Slack channel and get him to uh, whip us up, whip us up a guitar riff. Um, but yeah, this is one that it's again, it's going to be a company that people use, that people are all over. You know, buy what you what you enjoy, buy what you use. So you know, it's 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 everywhere. Coffee's and an addictive drug. Yeah. 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 They're, you know, their population uses it daily. Caffeine. Oh, yeah. Now, this is one that uh, when he presented it back on the 24th of September, it was trading at 114. It's down a few bucks. Um, it's down a few bucks since then. It actually was up uh, 3% today. But again, that's another one of those brands that's not going to go anywhere. They've got a lot of different offerings. They're global. Like, that's just going to be a solid, safe pick to put your money in and let it sit for a while. They've got a dividend, 49 cents a share, 1.85%. So not huge, but dividends be dividends. It's money, you know, coming back in. Uh, so yeah, that, that again, that's, that's one that it's a solid pick. How do you, how do you vote against it? It's, you know, well, it's cause you got Coke out there. You've got, you know, it's, yeah. that's, that's the hard, hard thing to do. We can get two shares of Coke for one shares of Starbucks. So those are the arguments we're going to have to have um, in our, our off, off air chat. Sorry, everybody. I know you love the, the drama of our debating, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure you all heard the air quotes I made, but uh, just but looking yeah. at um, Starbucks chart here and without investigating it further, I'm wondering if they reported a quarter, some results that were below expectations because it looks like it fell off uh, over a couple of days of trading. Well, let's open it up here. Let's go in the last month. Uh, the twenty eighth, it was at one thirteen. It dropped to one hundred six. Uh, but up, but up, but up, but uh, Starbucks getting roasted today. Nice pun headline. <laughs> I need actual news, not okay. One second, again, great radio. S B U X. Let's go to the Google box. Why didn't I just do that? Uh, three days ago. Three days ago. It must uh, have been. If there you look it goes. at the earnings. It's the CEO defends wage hikes as stock falls 7% on coffee chains, weak earnings outlook. So they're not projecting a great fourth quarter. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So that explains it. But again, that's, it'll be fine. That's not, you know what they need. They need a real freaky Christmas cup. Then people won't be able to stop talking about it. Um, Fourth quarter shoots through the roof. What? Holiday cup. Oh, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Wait, would people freak out if it said Merry Christmas or if it said Happy Holiday? I think I yes. Either, either way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes is the answer. It's something that we must do every year. It's beautiful for them happened, because if I'm it, remembering, they they stopped Christmas and just made their cups a, like for the holiday season solid red, mm-hmm. and that upset folks. Can't win. Yeah, there's no there's no pleasing anybody out there. So and it's great. Like it's gonna drive people to look at it. It's gonna make people like, well, I'm gonna go support them by buying the holiday cup. Like there's also it's it's great. It's just it works out well. Uh, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll, it, yeah. Again, yeah, one bad quarter. <laughs> just like Amazon, Mike was it Amazon and Microsoft announced like a real, real like a, they missed their mark. They missed their earnings this past quarter. Like you you don't hear that. But again, what a wonky year we've had overall. I can't wait to see the Microsoft Christmas Cup. <laughs> Holiday Cup. Yeah. Holiday Cup, right, right. This episode's going to be titled Holiday Cup. Yes, Microsoft <laughs> Holiday Cup. Uh, and speaking of Holiday Cups, um, <laughs> our second to last selection for the month uh, goes to Bob. This is a Bob pick. All right. So Alibaba, B-A-B-A. Um, I like this stock. It's the Amazon of China. They have a user base of about a billion active users. 
Um, by far and away, the biggest e-commerce site in China, second largest in the world. Their numbers have been beat up uh, in 2021. They've lost, I believe, $440 billion of their market cap. Um, yeah, all just, stemming uh, go ahead. Down, in the, down 45% in the last year. Yep. So it all stems from a potential crackdown uh, from the Chinese government, feeling that Alibaba is getting too strong and being a threat to the the, the communist government. Um, Jack Ma, their former CEO and still largest shareholder, made some some comments that upset Chairman uh, Mao. Not Chairman Mao. He's long gone. <laughs> uh, um, like President oh Yiping. President. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I, I, we should know this. That's Z sad. Z that's Ping, that's how American like that. we are. <laughs> um, no, you're you're spot on. Like Bob, yeah. we totally should, and that's a we false. really should. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So the 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 Chinese government is really cracking down on their entire tech sector. So it's not just Baba that's down. Alibaba. It's 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 all of the large Chinese tech giants. Um. I said it twice last time when I presented it. Um, be greedy when others are fearful. People are fearful right now. In my mind, Alibaba is going nowhere but up long term. This is a huge, huge buying potential. Um, I personally have been snapping up every share I can afford, and I see them long term easily being a trillion dollar company. Yeah, so looking at the numbers, we just came off of the 52 week low within the last uh, just over a month. Uh, 52 week low of a buck 38 or you know, 138.43, currently trading at 170. It's up 21% in the last 30 days, still down on the year, still down on the last six months. But yeah, you, it, it might have bottomed. Um, it, it might have, we might be at the bottom. It might be the you know, time to start locking in and scoop up those profits. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 definitely one of those stocks that I feel it it's trading at. A very steep discount, which you're not going to find much of that happening in this market. This is a very bloated market. There's trillions of of of, of cheap dollars propping up the markets, um, and this is one that's just it's it's a bargain. It's an absolute bargain right now. It it should not be trading at 170. <laughs> so, is there a chance that with the way of the uh... Chinese government and culture and stuff works that we could buy a bunch of these and then they just get canceled. Is that the uh, biggest risk? No, the, it, the money goes away. You can't just, well, I mean, there's always risk with stocks, but the, the for them to just clean rip it away. No, there's no precedent for that. No. So that no. would be an international like event that wouldn't happen. Yeah. And from what I've read up on it, that, can't even happen hmm. um i won't get into the specifics because i'll slaughter it and get it wrong <laughs> but um essentially though jeremy what they could do is regulate the hell out of them and make it very difficult to do business and they could shrink them through regulation but gotcha. they can't they can't just say okay your all, all your base belong to us and and take <laughs> take our money um that would pretty much be an international incident because the impact it would have in the financial markets would almost we oh, yeah. could we could we can go hawkish and say that's an act of war, frankly. Because it, it would be gonna, it would wipe out millions, billions. Yeah, and there's there I mean there's huge parts of of our economy that, that are based on on Chinese stocks, even um, you know, from pension sure. funds to mutual funds. I mean, they're they're like it or not, we're in bed with the Chinese when it comes to these these giant players. So, and they they need us to happen. do business as much as we need them to do business. Like it's a global economy. Yep, yep exactly. So, um, like the, if you're, I don't know if you're thinking back to, I forget what stock it was we were talking about, like being delisted. Oh, maybe DD. Uh, that's a different thing where it gets pulled off of like the the tra the uh, the like the the Nasdaq or the Dow. Um, the exchanges. Yeah, it still gets traded what's called over the counter, but its value is pretty much useless. So, mm. but that's that's not that's not what we've got to worry about with Papa. Yeah. If I if I were to worry, it would actually be in the other direction that our government would 
tried to halt trading of it on our side. I know the the Trump administration before they were outgoing, they looked into that um, to to stem China's influence on our markets. But either way, if that somehow magically did happen, you would still get paid out at the current value of the and it evaporates and goes away. Well, we have our our final pick, our final presentation uh, for the the, the Jeremy month. number two. Jeremy's number two. Go ahead, yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Hey, no, this is uh, this is this one's uh, this one's fresh. This, it this is. This one's going to tantalize you, Bob. It's a fresh number two pick. <laughs> he just dropped it on us, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're all suddenly nine years old. God damn it. <laughs> it's the yeah, it's the it's the time of day. It's getting late. Uh, it's getting punchy. In, in any case, yeah. So striker. Not do, not only do they have great knees, but they are a you know a force when it comes to medical uh, accoutrements. You know the 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 plastic bibbles and bobbles that they use to keep people healthy. A lot of it comes from Striker, and uh, okay, I'm calling them bobbles, but it's a uh, it's a very sophisticated medical mm-hmm. thing. It's not you know it's not just like. They don't just slap it together. These guys do great work. <laughs> and I think the, the quality of that work, their uh, ubiquitous um, ubi- ubiquitosity in the uh, medical field makes it so that you're going to find a lot of, I mean, you're going to see a lot of momentum with, uh, with Stryker. And uh, it's going to be more and more, uh, you know, important as uh, as time goes on to uh, to be invested in medical um, companies because of how... Uh, how high value they are and will be as, you know, we push, uh, push into, uh, bicentennial people someday, maybe if you can get a, uh, plastic, everything, you just keep kicking. You never know. Like, <laughs> like there's a future in which, um, strikers an in- indispensable company. And, uh, wow. So are you saying Jeremy at one point, perhaps, our entire body will be a striker product except for our minds. And then the final thing that striker sells us is a way to retain our mem- memories indefinitely. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There, if, yeah. If, 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 if our cards fall the right way, that uh-huh. is what I'm saying will be oh. happening soon, very soon. And, uh, and we can get on that ship right now. <laughs> I, I mean, feel I, I, I don't think they're going to take over the world with robotic humans, but I do think, yeah, it's a good medical play. Um, I it, They're definitely a big name already. Uh, if you've spent any time in a medical facility, whether it be a hospital, nursing home, you're going to see the striker name on a lot of pieces of equipment, not just the uh, the plastic bibbles and bobbles inside of people. I I don't want to judge you, Jeremy, but this it th- this presentation on striker feels a little bit like the kid who didn't read the book for the book report and you're just you're just bullshitting us um this is this is one actually that you know steve steve was super excited about and he told me and his if you guys know steve which you don't i guess but he his excitement is uh Contagious. Contagious. Uh, yeah, it comes so through in you. You're gonna have when to I back. when I pushed it the first time, I had just talked to Steve about it, and I was frothing at the bit to get some striker in our portfolio. But now I, yeah, I've lost. Yeah, no, that the, was the, that the was huge. just the uh, the last episode, Bob. So you'll have to go back and listen to that. Oh, I was uh, here for it. Oh, you are, you are, you are. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, because that was the uh, you you presented, Bob, and I'm a moron. Sorry. Yep. All good. In any case. I don't. I I I believe that that uh, me, uh, medical companies are a good bet. Well, and like, there's all sorts of stats about the aging uh, boomer population and how they're not. Not only are they going to deeply impact the medical, you know, industry on the whole with a greater need, but also how they could impact the uh, the stock markets with the large quantity of investment funds that are going to be starting to, you know, get pulled out. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's something, that, you know, again, if, if, if there's going to be massive changes, might as well be on the profit side. 
Hey, Plus, uh, maybe we'll facilitate living to the year 2500. Um, so two things that, dang, we probably should have touched on in the, the, the news portion, but they're just kind of hitting me now. Okay. The, um, the G20 met this week, and two major things came out of that. Um, lifted a moratorium on American steel, other various building materials in Europe. So that was something. And a push for a global minimum um, corporation tax of 15%. Um, So no more pulling a double Irish and and hiding your money in Ireland. So... who 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 benefits like which government benefits from that 15%? So it it should in theory bring more foreign dollars um that were generated by american companies back to america because it's less attractive for them to hide their overseas profits in ireland and other tax havens versus bringing those foreign sale dollars back to America for, for reinvesting. Yeah. So like right now, right? Like every major American corporation isn't, they have their headquarters in America, but they're technically not an American corporation because their, their actual parent company is yeah. Based out of Ireland or based out of um, some PO box in the Cayman islands. Cause they, <laughs> they do these things for, for tax advantages, right? Because if, if they're, if, if they're chartered out, out of, you know, some other, other country, then they're only taxed technically on, on their wealth, wealth that they generate in America. Mm-hmm. And I think we just lost Jeremy. No, he's here. I'm, hello. Hello. Yeah, no, he's my here, camera went out. Okay. Oh, it's the yeah, auto timer. It, it his goes. Video has been frozen for a while, but he, he's still oh. here talking to us. Yep. Okay. So, um, right, y- y- you see them. They they play these games where they they'll move to some sort of overseas tax shelter, so they they can avoid taxes on you know on their their overseas income, or or they don't they don't repatriate or bring it back to the United States. So they don't, so they don't have to pay taxes on it. Right. Th- this idea. And, and I, I like this idea of, of a global minimum corporate tax rate and, you know, global minimum wealth taxes, because otherwise this money just sits there. It's not reinvested. Yeah. It's right. I think Apple has how much money are they sitting on? So right? like, I was just trying to look it up. Uh, and I don't want to derail this because you're on a very good tangent, but I typed in how much and then Google auto filled with Elon Musk. Had. So what's the answer? Uh Oh, Elon got him. Well, remember, he's got <laughs> independent track recording on his side. Dang it. I froze, didn't I? Yeah, yeah but you were still talking. So we still have that audio from your side. OK, well, is I it swore rec- a few times, though. Re- so. <laughs> is it recording locally or is it recording in the cloud? I don't recall. I oh, thought we. I thought you looked and it said it was recording in the cloud. You know what? I don't remember. But if you want to tell your story again, go ahead. <laughs> so what? What I was just saying is, I was trying to look up how much Apple does have overseas, just sitting in a, a stockpile. I didn't find that information, but I typed in how much money does, and then Google auto-populated Elon Musk have. His net worth is up to two hundred and ninety-two billion dollars. I didn't realize it was that high at all. It's nuts. Yeah, it feels but, like but a the, runaway train at some point, right? Where the money's just making money, making money. But but the, the thing is, made. the thing is, a lot of that wealth is paper wealth, right? It's based on the value of of his stocks, and yeah. so so it's not real in in the sense of he has a bank account somewhere with that much money in it. But the thing is, he can also utilize that as collateral, and and actually get loans based on the value of of his stock holdings so he mm-hmm. can effectively convert that into real wealth and he could do it in a manner that you know is effectively tax free until he actually sells the until he sells that stock and you know that, that that's one way that the system is kind of rigged because if you can use it as collateral you should also be able to be taxed on it 
Um, so then you, you, you've got equity in your home. Should we be taxing you on the value of your home? Like, but in, I've already, I've paid taxes on that home when I bought, when I bought it. Yeah. They tax a property tax based on the value of your home. Yeah. I pay taxes on it every year. Now, whether or not the, the value of the taxes match the value of uh, the retail value of the property is, is a different story. And you know, what, 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 my town assesses my house at is nowhere near what it will actually sell for, especially in this market and in this particular school district, but too much, I, or too little. Uh, actually, to be honest with my house, I, it might actually be close cause they just reassessed it. And I don't think my house would sell for more than, than what it's currently assessed at for, for tax purposes. But there are places where that is the case where, what it actually sells for and what it's assessed for are, are totally out of line. But that, that's a valid, that, that is a semi valid point, Paul, but you still pay taxes on, on the value of that house every year with, with, with paper wealth, like stocks, I don't, you don't pay taxes on it. You're not assessed on it. And over a certain point, it becomes collateral that can then be used, um, to finance other things and there's, you know, you're not paying into the system to help it out. Yep. Does that make sense? It does. It definitely does. Yeah. Uh, Apple's current cash on hand. This is not specific to overseas cash, $204 billion. So I'm sure a lot of that is overseas. I don't know the exact number though. So almost a quarter trillion dollars of, of, paper cash money and other liquid investments. So we should just, we shouldn't call them Apple anymore. We should call them smog. <laughs> I don't get the reference. I apologize. Yeah, that, that fell flat. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. It's the, the dragon ah. that sits on a pile of gold. Ah, gotcha. Oh, 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 gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Not the Lord of the Rings. The other one, uh, the Hobbit. Hey, it's from the same yeah. series. Yeah, good point. Right. It's it's all to- it's all token. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that, it's all that, token on- from here. Okay. Oh, um, other news of the week. This relates to one of the the stock picks uh, today. Coca Cola bought a control bought out uh, body armor for five point six billion. Oh so wow! I, they own that one out right now. They they own that outright. Coca Cola, the clothing just, just manufacturer. No, no, not Under Armour, Body Armour. It's a, it's a sports fitness, strength. Sports strength. Thank you. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> For how much? Five point six billion. Wow, a brand so I've they never owned, heard of. <laughs> they own. They owned a stake in it. Now I believe they own it completely. Wow, oh, and and again, Coca Cola. When it comes to drinks in general, they are extremely well diversified, yep. way beyond their their core. Yeah, they're they're probably the most diversified beverage manufacturer globally. Mm-hmm. They have to be. Uh, let, let's uh, let's rephrase that. They are the most diversified non-alcoholic beverage manufacturer globally. <laughs> Again, touche, Sean. Touche. So um, also one last thing. I know, Paul, you want to wrap this up because you want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm a sleepy dude. Uh, Apple, I don't know if we talked about this earlier. Um, Apple missed on their earnings. Um, they're up year over year significantly. Um, and especially in in a pandemic where, uh, there's been supply chain issues. Uh, but they're up. I want to like, uh, when I was reading through the the press releases uh, earlier this week, right, they were up like I think I want to say like twenty billion over year over year, and they were still off by a few billion in what they projected, and that's just absolutely insane, right? Like, it, are they blaming that on shortages? Uh, they said the supply chain issues cost them six billion. Okay. I am a new, newly Apple convert. I was Android for life. Um, <laughs> the Apple ecosystem finally won me over, uh, and it's great. So uh, 
I'll I'll be the first to admit that it's it's a superior ecosystem. Yeah, it it works. It works really well. Yeah, it said their their revenues, they reported 83.36 billion in revenue, over 65 billion in product sales and uh, 18 billion in services sales. Um that's the big one, the their services. Yeah, they reported um what did they Oh my Net god. Sales they, for the 12 months is 365 billion. Good lord. And they are a 2.5 trillion dollar company. Their market yeah. cap is 2.48. That is mind-boggling. It, it, I, I, not two, maybe 3 years ago, they were the first company to break the trillion dollar mark. Now they're 2.5. That shows how much cheap money there are in these markets. And I know we have to wrap it up, but that, it scares me. It, 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 it scares me. And uh, yeah, we, we definitely should be both bargain hunting and um, recession proofing with things like Dollar General. I think that's a great strategy. Oh, for sure. There's again, we've got a lot of great things lined up here with what we've picked. A uh, way to diversify, a way to, you know, seek those short-term gains. Like we we've got some good stuff going on here. So, you know, we're we're getting better and better at this. We're getting, you know, we're we're doing more and more research as we move along. So, no, I think it's gonna be real cool. Um, and yeah, I'm sleepy, but I also got stuff in my eye earlier, guys. So that if you see me rubbing my eyes, I'm not just a good toddler ready for bed. Um, <laughs> I was I was mounting some lights in the studio here and got all dusty. So, but yes, but, well, very well. Paul, get so, a bit so, the Sandman. No, oh, <laughs> so that's why they're bloodshot, huh? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, uh, one I definitely is. Yeah, no, it, it's it's real bad. Like I was reaching up and hanging like lights by a chain and just dust fell straight down into them. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Super fun. So looking forward to, we like closing them and just letting the, the natural flush happen. So, but on that note, everybody, we thank you as always for listening. Uh, if you want to be a guest or if you want to correct us on something we said, you want to argue us, you know, you can find us on Twitter, uh, money badgers, ASSOC at, uh, is it ASSOC or ASOC, uh, money badgers, ASOC on Twitter, um, Money Badgers ASSOC on Instagram. You can email us moneybadgersassoc at gmail.com. Uh, Iris Stock App, TikTok, Instagram, I already said Instagram, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn, all the platforms. And as more come out, we're going to jump on them. Uh, so again, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Feedback. Uh, if you like the show, please give us a review. Um, that really helps us get some more exposure as well. Uh, share it with a friend. You know, we're, we're kicking off season two here. We're going to be. We've got one episode that's about, well, as of today, I, I published our first episode of season two, but by the time you'll hear this, that'll be weeks ago. Uh, so yeah, we love it. You know, thank you guys, the gals, everyone for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Thank you.